Then my head is to my pillow Nearer Then the wind is to the willow Well, I've been Tune in for a Valentine's Day special with music performed by Jason Castingway Sunday night, 8 p.m., ACB Radio Cafe Donate $25 or more and receive the MP3 by visiting tinyurl.com slash ACB Radio Sunday evening ACB Radio Cafe 8 p.m. You say that you want me back again That's the time I'm coming home to you Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. All right. Thank you, for everyone, for, for, for taking time out of your, your Sunday afternoon. This is uh, St. Lucie's Guide. And today we were going to be talking with uh, three private libraries for the blind, the JBI, the Jewish uh, Braille Institute, the Jewish Library for the Blind, the Lutheran Library for the Blind, and the Xavier Society for the Blind uh, is the Catholic Library for the Blind. Before we uh, begin, I think it might be good if we um, start with some of the, uh, like to start with a opening, an opening prayer. So, Thank you, God, for calling us and bringing us together and being present with us. We wholeheartedly accept your invitation to learn your word and your path you have given to us, given to us to follow. And we do invite you to open us and lead us to gain knowledge and wisdom according to your will. We reaffirm that we will keep everything we share in our hearts, in our minds. And we'll share with each other as a loving, non-judgmental, and supportive way. We also pray that you give us the inner strength, peace, and trust to set aside all of our personal and worldly concerns so that we may be open to your inspiration. And we say amen. All right. One of the things to remember about these libraries is that uh, they are available, but they are they are all private. They have their own collection. They have their own history. They have their own sets of uh, patrons by which they um, they they distribute materials to. Uh, a couple of these are actually on our own website. Um, the uh, the the JBI and the Xavier Library are there. They've been around for quite some time. And they are in uh, New York City. Uh, they rely on uh, people to uh, donate to them, to use these as, as patrons, use their materials. Uh, they're all, always searching for new ways to be able to uh, distribute their materials. Uh, they, I know quite a number of them that are out there that uh, rely on volunteer work. And perhaps this is even something that we may think of uh, as we. Uh, close out today that you you may think that this might be something you're called to do to be able to assist in some way with some of these uh, 
um, some of these libraries. It's interesting that, uh, and rather sad at the same time, that there were quite a number of, of libraries, even as, as uh, late as 2008, there were about 15 private libraries that contained religious materials. And then simply, be, uh, well, for any number of reasons that those those materials seem to, the, the, the libraries themselves seem to uh, disappear. Uh, as far as I know, there's, there's very few now. There's about half that many now uh, as there once was. and. Uh, so really, it's incumbent upon us that if we enjoy this type of materials, that uh, we avail ourselves of those services. The first, let's see, do we have the uh, Arlene from uh, JBI with us yet? I don't know that she's here yet. Yes, I, I'm here. I'm You're in. here. Yes, I am. I come into my husband's name, Ephraim, but I'm here. Oh, okay. I Okay, you're there is an E. I didn't recognize you as the yeah. E. Uh, how are you this this afternoon, ma'am? I'm doing fine. I'm glad to be here. And um, I'm from the JBI Library. Oh, we're thrilled to have you here. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, introduce yourself. Go ahead, please introduce yourself. Okay, my name is Arlene Arf. I am the librarian at JBI uh, in New York City. And I'm, I'm glad to be here to tell you about our library, which you probably, some of you might know about. We are a library for the visually impaired. We have a lot of digital books. We use the same machine that the Library of Congress uses. You can get books from us and from other libraries. If you're registered with any of the other libraries, you're more than welcome to register with us. We have all different kinds of books. History, mystery, biblical, fiction, nonfiction, uh, I, I just humor, just, you know, many, many, we have over 15,000 books. And um, uh, what can I tell you? We have liturgical material. Our books you can lend, take out for at least three months. If you want it longer, you just call me up. I'll renew it. If you're done earlier, please return it. So, and I always tell everybody, keep your list of requests you know, long. So you can always get a book when you return one book, you can get the second book, then the third book, you know, I love to make sure people get their books on time. And, you know, we do it just like there's no registration fee, there's no late fee, there's no postage, we are free, as I tell everybody, we put the R in for for fee to read. So we make it free. And uh, if you have any questions, you want to ask me, please feel free. That also doesn't cost. All right, let me go over how they can raise their hand, um, how they can raise their hand and uh, unmute themselves um, yes, from your um, computer. It'll be all A from your Mac. It's Command Shift A from the app. It's the button in the lower left hand corner from the phone. It's star six. Now that is to unmute yourself or mute yourself. You want to raise your hand. Um, it'll be from your PC, Alt Y. Uh, from your Mac, it's option Y from the app. Um, it's um, in the more button. Go in there and find it. And uh, on the phone, it is star nine. And you do have a question. Okay, who wants to? Mary. Mary, you need to unmute yourself. It looks like you're on the phone. You'll do star six. Mary. There she goes. Yeah, okay. I, I had to turn Jaws on to do that. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, 
two questions. Uh, first of all, could could you give what your initial stand for and all your full contact information so I can write it down? Sure. So we are JBI International. We used to be known as the Jewish Braille Institute. I can be reached at 800-433-1531. And my extension is 127. Due to the pandemic, I'm only in the office now on Monday and Tuesdays from 9 to 3. And during the week, I work remotely from home. The rest of the week, I should say. We have books, by the way, in Russian, Spanish, some German, French, Yiddish, Hebrew books. So we have those also, if anybody's interested. Do you have a website? And you know, yes, we do. www.jbilibrary.org. Thank you. Sure, thank you. I hope to hear from you. All right, next we have Elizabeth. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, I yes. can. Mm-hmm. Hi, um, I am a well, I just found out my Jewish heritage about five or six years ago. I am from, from Canada. Uh, do you guys um offer like audio like that can be transmitted to the internet like audiobook i have a daisy reader and i okay what, we do send books uh, i'm sorry go ahead finish okay I, I just uh didn't know how to go about doing it um i fill out an application form on on the well, i started to on 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 the website and it said something about a registration number so i kind of got stuck and then i just left the page okay let me answer your first question first. Regarding Hi. Canada, regarding sending books to Canada and overseas, yes, we do that. We send MP3s so you can play them either on your computer or on an, a CD player. Books that are being sent to Canada and overseas do not have to be returned. They're yours to keep because it just doesn't uh, pay to get back and forth. That's number one. Yeah. Regarding the computer, when you went to register and it says a, um, a registration number, you, you unless you're like, are you registered with the uh, Montreal Library for the Blind, the Canadian, I forget what it's called. Um, you can put you their number. The CELA Library? Huh? You mean the CELA Library? The C- yeah, the CNN, yeah, that one. CELA, no, or there's a CNIB. Yeah, CNIB, CNIB. I am registered with the CNIB as a as a blind user, yeah. Okay, so I mean, you could put that number in. You could put Canadian, you know, you can put CNIB. You can leave it blank. I'll figure it out. I might call you, you know, when I get to work and say, oh, I, you know, what's the story here? And that's all. You know, it's not a big deal. I try right. not to make and it a big deal for anybody. Just, all right, I work with uh, you if you work with me. Yeah, <laughs> thank you so much. Um, I prefer to work like with with no contact, like nothing in the mail. It's just like MP3 in in an email or a link to the Daisy Reader, that sort of thing. And that way, that there'll be like no cost involved. There will be completely zero waste, that sort of thing. Well, I can let you know if we can send it as an MP3 on the computer. I'm not sure it can be done yet. If we can do it, I have to find that out. Yeah. All right. Wonderful. Thank you. All, You're welcome. All Thank you. Next, you have Carol. Hi there. I was just wondering, um, are, are the uh, audio uh, formats like a digital or is it like an actual person that's reading it? They are. That's an act, we have a studio in our office and people, actors and actresses and oh, okay. regular people come in and read the books and they go through quality control and they get checked out and 
make sure that they're good. We don't just send out a book that anybody read. Um, it's usually the same reader from start to finish, and it's did it's in the did it's on the digital cassette cartridge, just like you get from the Library of Congress. Okay, and is there a limit when you order it? Like, is it a book at a time, or do you can you order several okay. books and at a time? Good. There's you get up to three books at a time. We'll send you one Monday. We'll send you one Tuesday, and let's say one on Wednesday. When you finish with one, we'll, you send it back. We'll you know replace it with a net, with another book. If you need a book, let's say you're in a book club and you have three books out already, and you need a fourth book, you call me and tell me, and I can just write. You know, no problem. I'll send it to you if we need right. it. Okay. And I always tell everybody. Please, please keep your list of books long. Always order books. Leave me a message. Call me. Send me an email. Send the bird to my window, a stork to my window with the names of the books. Please, because I love to have your list long. So there's always a book available that I don't have to say, oh, she needs such and such book. Can you make a copy of it? Which takes more time. You know, I love to have everybody get books constantly. Okay. And um, do you, do you, I'm looking for something that, um, I mean, this may be a service rather than a book, but I was trying to learn a foreign language. Do you have anything like that? We have um, Hebrew. We have a, a conversation class in Hebrew and we have one in Yiddish. No Chinese. We don't have Chinese. No. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you. Okay, right now there aren't any more hands. Other questions? It's Not fine. at the moment. <laughs> Is anybody registered with JBR right now? I can't tell by first names. The information for, for your library is on is on our ACB website, and it does have the 800 number and the email and contact information. I was curious was how you became involved with the library itself. What how I did? This? You want to know how yeah. I became involved? <laughs> um, yes, I do. Okay, well, it's a very interesting story. I was looking to go back to work. I was doing laundry, my favorite hangout, and uh, somebody that used to work there came to me and said, are you still looking for a job? I said, yes. And she says, hold on a second. She came back. She says, this lady's looking to speak to you. I said, okay. And I made a phone call. I made an interview. And my first day of work was 9-11, famous 9-11. That was it. Wow. The rest is history, as they say. That's quite a story. People want yeah, to know when story, I get a job. And, uh, I, I will tell you the truth. People want to know when I moved, when I changed jobs, because 9-11 happened to me, and I had another job my first day at work. The boss dropped dead. I never met him. So they always ask me, when are you changing jobs, Arlene? I'd like to know when I should get out of town. <laughs> there you go. You have two minutes till your next speaker. Okay. All right. Well, I, I and, and the other. And, I'm sorry. What? Now, do you do you have any any uh, do you have any committees or 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 rooms for volunteers to work at your library that that might be able to do it remotely? If any mm-hmm. our members were willing to help with the library. Unfortunately, the work that has to be done has to be done in the office because it has to be done. The quality control for the um for the tapes have to be done in our office before they're sent out. So everything is really... But most certainly, we can spread the word about the library and resources. Yeah. Please do. We have one more person with their hand up. Okay. Mary. All right. Can you hear me? Yes. yes. Okay. Um, I hate to ask two questions um, again, Go but um, what I wanted to know is um, 
I know you said to keep your list long, but what if you are um, part of several libraries and you want to um, just order books occasionally as needed? Can you do that? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And, and you, you know, can- it's what's good for you. I just say in case people are, there are a lot of avid readers out there and they always want to have books and then they call me and say, I don't have a book. So I, oh, that's what okay. I say, keep your, if you want to order one book in three months, I don't, that's my, you know, my pleasure to send you that one book. I don't care. Okay. You have a book that, club as, yeah. uh-huh. that you need a certain book for, please call me if we have it. I'll be happy to send it to you. You know, I, it's, we're here to help you. So oh, I, I see. good for you. Now, do you have Braille as well as the audio books? And, we have and- some Braille here in our office. We have Braille calendars, um, a 16-month Jewish Braille ca- reference calendar. We have a Braille um, magazine that goes out every month. Um, it's called the Jewish Braille Review. And it's different articles from different magazines that we send out and has a list of new books and, you know, that are listed in the mag that we have just finished or something right now, due to the pandemic, our studio is, is um, not working at full capacity because people don't want to come in, which I totally understand. Um, So we have that. Most of our books are being, are being housed right now by you in the Utah library, you know, for the, for Mm -hmm. the Braille. And then you say that as of now, you don't do um, like direct downloads like the NLS does. No, we don't do that yet. Okay. We don't do that. I wish, but we not yet. Okay. Well, thank you. And thank you for all that you do. Thank you. And we're at 20 after now. All right. So I'm going to. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Go ahead. I, we, I hope to see some of you come to my to library. Say that I appreciate you. Take care. Stay thank safe. Thank you everybody. so much for taking your time to my pleasure. Everybody stay safe during Thank the pandemic. Thank you very much. Be well. Bye-bye. All right. Is Julie on now from the Iris Library? Yes, I am. Can you hear me? I can certainly hear you. How are you, lady? Okay. I'm doing fine. I am, I'm I'm not sure how to make it louder. I'm, um, I'm as close to it as I can. It's okay? We can hear you just You fine. sound fine, yes. Okay, great. Okay. Great. Okay, <laughs> super. Yeah. So, should I just start well, talking or <laughs> introduce well, yes, myself? If you would, could you introduce yourself and then just start talking about the library? Okay, we'll do. Yes, I'm Julia and my last name is Nymus. Uh, a lot of people get that all wrong. It's a German name. It's N as in November, E-I-M as in March, E, and then S is in September. So, and I am now with the, what's now known as the Iris. And that word came from the words uh, the thought that we kept thinking, I read, I see, I read, I see, and I-R-I-S, iris of the eye, and we decorate with iris flowers, so iris lending library for the blind. And it is a combination of two uh, libraries that had decided to close, uh, the Lutheran Library for the Blind and the Gospel Association for the Blind. And I, if you want to know the story, I'll try to do it in a nutshell, how that all happened. Um I was on the board of directors with Lutheran Braille Workers Incorporated when they decided to close their library that they had um, got during a merger with Lutheran Blind Missions out of St. Louis, Missouri. And Lutheran Braille Workers Incorporated is located in Yucaipa, California. The two came together. Um, they were moving buildings, um, not renewing a lease um, for the upcoming merger, and they needed, um, long story short, they just basically needed to store the books for up to three months until the time of the merger because the lease was not being renewed on this big building as a lot of the stuff was going out to California uh, upon the merger. 
And it so happened that we had an empty building down here in Jacksonville, Florida. And on the spur of the moment, it was decided to store it down here for the three months. Um, the day of the merger, people uh, resigned, didn't stay on. And next thing they knew, they had no one to send it back to in St. Louis to operate the library. So it stayed down here. They were going to close it. And I said, let me see what I can do with it. I substitute taught in a grade school for 12 years. And um, my neighbor was the um, librarian. Uh, so, um, and so anyway, I substitute taught for her. She had cancer five times over, eventually succumbed to that. And in the meantime, I was running the library with a lady who raised up seeing eye, eye dogs, guide dogs, uh, with the Southeastern eye, uh, seen eye dogs. And I had been with Lutheran Braille Workers since I was in seventh grade. I'm in my 60s now. So if that gives you a little idea how long I've been with them as a volunteer at their, one of their work centers in Illinois. And then I opened up one. So anyway, I'm on this board of directors. And it was decided to close it. And I said, well, we took it saying we were going to keep it open and do our best to keep those ministries going. Let me see what I can do. And so as a volunteer, um, that's what I did. I gathered some volunteers to help me. And that it has it stayed open. Four and a half years later, when the Braille code changed to UEB, when that announcement was made, and that same year, the Library of Congress went from cassette audio to digital audio, they voted to close the library. I made an appeal to please gift it to our church rather than close it and because they were going to dispose of all the books. And I said, because they thought they were antiquated at that point with those changes. And so anyway, that's what happened. So the volunteers and I, um, a few years later, when they decided to close it, we, we took it on. And um, about a year, a year and a half later, the Gospel Association for the Blind down in Boonell, Florida, just about an hour and a half south of us, closed their library, found out. Our library was here in Jacksonville as a Christian library and asked if we would take on their books because they had to get out of their building because they had sold their building and had closed their all their operations. And so we did. So we expanded. And that's when the church that the Lutheran library, Lutheran Braille workers had gifted it to the local church here in Jacksonville to own and operate, uh, voted then to set it up as its own separate 501c3 nonprofit organization. Um, and move to a larger building because we're going to need a larger building to house both libraries in one. So that's kind of the long story. Uh, it's made as short as I can can do. <laughs> Hope I didn't lose y'all. Um, so anyway, the volunteers, it is still run by volunteers. We are awaiting the final stage of the 501c3 nonprofit uh, tax exempt status. We are a nonprofit. Uh, we're waiting for that tax exemption certificate. It's supposed to be According to the IRS, because of Corona and everything, they said I should hear no later than May 5th. So we're waiting for that determination later letter. And at that point, you will probably start seeing, I'm hoping to do some um, public announcements, try to get it out of the news that this these two libraries still exist now as a new library under the name Iris Lending Library for the Blind Incorporated. So, um, so that's kind of the story. Um, like I said, I've been volunteering with Lutheran Braille Workers Incorporated since um, I was in seventh grade. I'm no longer, I still operate one of the work centers out of our library. So we make the Bibles, but we operate our library. We have several thousand books um, in Braille. We do Braille, large type, and audio. Right now, we do have the cassette tape, and we're about to embark on the conversion. We have the equipment to do the conversion from our cassette tapes to the NLS digital cartridges. 
And we have those and we're ready to launch that. We've hit a few snags, especially this last year now with the coronavirus and the Library of Congress and getting that all to work together. But that's what we're doing. Um, We've got, uh, all of our books are free. We um, Very, very similar, it sounds like, to the uh, JBI up in New York. We send them out across the United States and Canada. We do serve Canada um, with our library books. So, um, and a lot of the same things, I, I feel like I would be a broken record if I repeated what she said. We kind of operate the same thing. We do have a lot of uh, direct contact with our patrons, predominantly over the phone. Um, they do give us, you know, their what we call want to list books that they want. Um, but you know, sometimes there's a lot more communication because you know, books unavailable, what you know, what they'd like next, that kind of thing. We have many, many series. Uh, we've been working hard the last couple of years to make sure all the books in a series that we carry the series, we have the entire series, and we have came a very long way with that by adding an extra 500 books to our library to, to close those gaps so there were not book missing book number three out of 12, <laughs> that in the middle of the story somewhere, we're missing one or two of the books. We're trying to make sure we have every book. So if they get a popular series they like or one they really like, we can do it. Um, we do have, um, all of our books are Christian in nature. Uh, we do have Bible studies, devotions, Christian life, Christian faith, Christian um, fiction. That's very popular as well. Um, music, and we do have some music with notes even. Um, poems, I, I don't know. We have quite a variety of, of books. It started out, the Lutheran Library for the Blind started out as a theological um, library for Lutheran pastors, um, people who were studying to become Lutheran pastors in the Lutheran church. And anyway, it just kind of blossomed and grew. And now it's more than that. You know, it's got all kinds of books. So, and like I said, we got the ones from the, the Gospel Association for the Blind as well. So we have over 5,000 Braille books. Um, I think cassettes, we have, oh, golly, a lot, about 3,500 or so titles and large type. We don't do as much because most people we find can get large type in er other areas at, um, or with, you know, um, special magnifying devices. Anyway, we have around a, th a little under 1,000 titles in large type. Um, I think that, I don't know, what else do you need to know? <laughs> um, I, I think you've given us uh a lot of information, and I do appreciate that. But uh, one of the things we want certainly want to make people aware of is that uh, they can still uh, contact you even today to become a patron of your library. Yes. 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 We're open. Uh, our toll-free number for the United States is eight 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 two one five two four five five. That has been the toll-free number for years and years before all the mergers and changes of ownership and everything. But again, 888-215-2455. Our web address is uh, iris, L-L-B as in boy. So it'd be iris, I-R for I read, I-S for I see, and then L-L-B for lending library blind, dot org. So iris, L-L-B dot org. And our email is just info, I-N-F-O at iris, L-L-B dot org. So, and we have a local number, 904-404-8504. So for those in Canada would need to know that. All right. Carol has a question for you. Sure. Hi there. I, I just wanted to clarify. Um, so your audio, your audio um, options are um, mainly cassette, right? Yes, right now. 
Yes. Okay. And we will any day now we're ready to start converting, but it is going to take us a long time to get that conversion done. I know it's about on an average, um, about five hours per book. So when you consider we have several thousand books to convert, mm-hmm. it's it's going to be um, you know, it's gonna it's gonna be a process. Okay. <laughs> Just so, like the, but- the Braille, we also have eBay, the English Braille American edition, but we have quite a cachet now in the unified English Braille, the UEB. So we're converting. So is that like a, just a, like a conventional uh, cassette recorder that you'd need? Or because I remember, you know, whenever they used to have the cassettes. Yes. Like with Learning Alley. Yes. A conventional one will play our books. Okay. So it's not like, okay. Yes. We have the copyrights on all the books. Now the Gospel Association for the Blind, they did not give me their copyright letters. And I'm not sure with cassette tape how that works. I'm still looking into that. Um, I'm a little bit of a novice, so I got a librarian, so to speak. Um, not, you know, professionally trained librarian by any means. But, um, you know, I didn't go to school for that. But so, and with the blind community and things, yes, I'm I'm still learning. I'm ch- trying to check everything out before we move forward. We're trying to gear our books up, especially when we go digital. And also with our UV, all of our stuff we now have BRFs for. Um, we're trying to get our... Um, library built up before we put that and offer that over a website and of course i have we'll have to look into all the legalities and all those things that i want to make sure everything is on the up and up i'm pretty thorough with all that yeah i don't move forward till i know i've actually got the green light sure now are you converting the cassettes to what format then yes it'll be and to the nls digital cartridges okay okay and okay. I do have quite a cachet of those. We got a grant uh, back right before the merger, the day before the merger, or not the merger, the day before the um, turning over from Lutheran Braille workers to the church before it became uh, Iris. And, um, there was a a grant, and we used that grant money was able to we were able to use to purchase the equipment to do that conversion. But then okay. there was the combination. Then we had a move, and then there was coronavirus. I mean, it's just been one thing after another that is kind of. Just has the timing just hasn't quite worked, but it looks like we're very close. I'm just waiting for that um, uh, that nonprofit that 501c3 nonprofit um, organization thing because we have to do a little changing on our um, computer program, and I can get some uh, computer equipment much for much less because we're a nonprofit. Once I have that tax exemption certificate, so it's kind of depending on that. Once I get that, I can get a much better price on on getting all that computer stuff and gear for us to be able to log the new NLS digital cartridge format on our existing program. So, okay. Well, you sound very committed and thorough and I really appreciate that. So thank you. Thank you. Yes. Any right, other now there's no, more no more hands right now. And we have um, five minutes before it's uh, 20 minutes till. Okay. I invite anyone out there that was looking for a good what? Christian book to give us a call. So, Oh, I have another hand. I see it. Okay. Uh, Mary. Yeah, I'm back again. But I'm Hi, so Mary. <laughs> yeah. Um, but do you have, um, so in other words, all the books that they we used to be able to request from Lutheran Braille workers, and they would send us like the Bibles or the introduction to the books of the Bible, 50 favorite hymns. You've taken mm-hmm. those over and they're now part of your lending library. Is that what you're telling us? Um, yes and no. We have the library part that they they um, got during the merger from Lutheran Blind Missions. Lutheran Braille Workers still exists. They're a wonderful organization. They do the Bibles, so we do not do the Bible. I can you can get a free Bible through Lutheran Braille Workers Incorporated. 
Um, they do, I think, about around, you'd have to ask them, but I think it's around 30 different languages. Um, I have one of the work centers in there, but they do the Bible and they have a few other resources that they have. And they do publications for the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, some of their uh, monthly things, their portals of prayer, quarterly um, Bible you know, or, uh, devotional book, things like that. Our library is a lending library. Any books that we would lend out and come back, it's basically a lot of things other than the Bible and the hymnal. Like they do a, the Lutheran hymnal, but we have in our library other hymnals. But I don't keep the Lutheran hymnal because I know people can get a free copy from Lutheran Braille Workers. So I don't do the Lutheran, uh, the, the current Lutheran hymnal, but I have the old Lutheran hymnals that they don't uh, have out there anymore. You know, they quit, they don't produce that anymore for anybody. So, so I keep the old one. So if somebody wants to borrow it, they can lend it from our library and then send it back when they're finished. So Lutheran Braille Workers still exists, but they do the Bible. We just do all other, almost like every other Christian book. Or like if somebody's doing a devotion or a Bible study in their church, they can call us and I will do what I can to get that book in Braille and, and soon audio. Right now, I can't do audio. I'm just got too much converting to do uh, from the cassettes to the NLS digital cartridge. But as far as Braille goes, uh, that's one big thing I've been doing is making sure if somebody wants to do a Bible study in their church, if I can get a copy of that um, book in print, I'll, we'll do what we can to get that um, into Braille for them so they can participate in that Bible study at their church. And then we'll keep a copy in our library for anyone else who might like to borrow it down the road. Does that answer your question, I think? Yes, it does. Thank okay. you. Mm -hmm. Keep up the good work. Oh, thank you. And, um, oh, George, yes, Bell, you can speak. We have another okay. book. <laughs> I get the uh, Today's Light devotional, and it is wonderful. Are you the one? I'm, I'm kind of confused. I don't know where I'm getting it from. <laughs> I'm uh -huh. enjoying it, but it's. It, I don't know whether I'm getting it from. I called Missouri, uh, St. Louis, Missouri, and I've been uh -huh. there for some yeah. years and love it. It is just so good. Today's yeah. lot. I think Luther Braille Workers is still putting that out. I'm pretty sure. Um, if not, then that's something we would put in our library. We work kind of work hand in hand. So if there's something that they're not going to do anymore, then it's like, okay, now it's maybe time to put it in our library. They they do things to give away. They don't do lending. They they give you whatever you get from Lutheran Braille Workers, you get it's a free gift and you get to keep it. And they do like a cardstock front and back cover or something that doesn't last, you know, not as meant to be quite as permanent as a, like a library book. So ours have a more uh, more permanent type front and back cover. Uh, meant to be used more often and by more users, that kind of thing, uh, not just for the private individual. So, um, again, like I said, we used to be one organization and now they, they just spun the library off. They did not want to run a library from California that's located in Florida and it was cost prohibitive. There was just a lot of reasons it did not make sense to move it to California. It's a lot to move a library. <laughs> I moved it twice. I moved it twice and I may have to move it a third time yet before it's all said and done. We're hoping to get our own building. We're inside a mall right now, and it has a leaky roof. And so oh. far, it's not leaking in our unit, but uh, we're a little concerned and a few other things. So we're hoping to find a building, but I need my tax exemption certificate. You know, again, that's they said no later than May 5th. I just, I, I, every day I look at the mail with that anticipation of getting that 501c3 so I can start applying for some grants and things like that. Okay, it's a well, 20 tail now. I do want to thank you for, for taking your time to uh, to talk about the library. I know that you worked on this for quite a number of years, and it's 
taking you know taking a lot of your effort and uh, and you gathered up a lot of resources on your own and and uh, quite admire you for all the work that you put up put on and into this library and I deeply appreciate you taking your time on this Sunday afternoon to uh, to speak with us. Thank you very much. Well, thank you for having me and thank you so much, Bob, uh, for all that you've done for us as well in the past, especially. And um, and thank you again for having me today. And I hope you all will just spread spread the word um, and let it, people know that we're out here because a lot of people think those both those libraries are closed and they are not. It's just that I, I need that uh, tax exemption certificate in order to kind of, you know, um, it just it'll make everything much clearer once we have that. That's just the last stage. It, it's quite an, a process to set up a new 501c3 nonprofit organization with tax exemption. And we're right at the tail end of that. So um, we can legally operate. We can accept funds, things like that. But yes, w- with that, we'll be able to do a little more um, outreach with churches and different things. I, you know, it's best to just have that in process. Plus the NLS digital cartridges. I want to be uh that in place before I announce myself to the world and be able to handle, in case we get an influx of um, new patrons, you know, I need to be prepared to be able to handle that. And so right now we're doing very well. It's growing steadily all along the way. And we've been able to adjust as we've grown. But I know once we go public, a little more public than what we have, you know, there might be a little bit more of a surge. And if so, then I have to be prepared for that. I just want to make sure I'm ready. So again, thank you. Absolutely, thank you. Oh, thank you, and let and uh, keep us updated when you do go public. Please let please let me know. We'll do. And again, I hope you all visit our website. Our catalogs are on there and all that. So there's a lot of information on our website. Thank you very much. Thank you. Y'all have a wonderful day, blessed day, I should say. Thank you. Thank you. All right, and uh, and next would be the Xavier Library for the Blind, and. I'm not sure if that person's on yet. It might be just a, just another moment or two before they get on. Uh, I, I know that uh, the gentleman was going to be on, and uh, he was aware of this. Does anybody have any general general questions about the, the two libraries or the other libraries in general or thoughts? Does everybody find these to be convenient? Yes, no. Well, one of the nice things about these libraries, it does give us the opportunity is as we are studying uh, the Bible to get a, a more diverse view of, of, the, of the verses that, that we're reading um, by delving into uh, other perspectives as we do this. Has anybody found the same thing? Does anybody use a couple of libraries as they go along to in their, as a companion to when they are studying the Bible? I use the Lutheran Library. Oh. Am I unmuted? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yes, you are. Um, I use the Lutheran Library, and I study Today's Light, uh, which it is a devotional, but it takes you through the books of the Bible, and you read so many chapters a day, and then it um, uh, de- goes into detail, um, and it's really, really good. And um, they... Started out um, with the uh, using the new international version, and now I'm seeing the English Standard Version. That is where they, because they what they do is at the beginning you have um, a reading, a psalm, and a proverb, and then it tells you the chapters, topical headings, 
it gives you the topical headings. And then you have get the big picture and um, then um, let's see, I'm, I'm blanking out here. But anyway, it, it really does go into the detail of what you read. And um, this month is Isaiah and it, it's two years. You go through the Bible in two years and it's called Today's Light. Uh, Mary, I, I think, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry uh, Mary go. Carla had a comment. Okay. Can you hear me? Mary? Hello? Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Um, I use a lot of materials from the Lutheran Braille workers. You know, I've gotten even a couple of Bibles in different languages. And if, if you don't, if you know different languages, that you get really an interesting um, study because languages don't all work the same and you get more of an in-depth study. And then they have this wonderful book. It's in four volumes of Braille. It's called Introduction to the Books of the Bible. And it goes through and tells you a little bit about each book and how it was written. It gives you a table of the kings. It gives you um, even a little synopsis of the Apocrypha. It doesn't go through the Apocryphal books that are in the Catholic Bible. Um, and then it has, um, they also have a, a pronunciation guide of, of biblical names. And so I have a lot of their materials that, you know, I was able to keep. And I cannot wait to check out these other libraries. And then I have several others that I'll have to let you know about, too. Maybe I'll have to write to you. But, yes, I think these libraries are great. And they can really help you to grow as a Christian. Another thing I like to do is Alexa, you know, do the devotional, the U Bible devotionals on Alexa. They have a daily devotional and a verse of the day and, and all things like that. And that, that's really a lot of fun, too. Enable version Bible. That's what, and, and then she'll give you, and you can say help, and she'll give you the options. Uh, this is uh, Alexa, that is. Uh-oh. Mine went off. <laughs> That's okay, but uh, I, I understand what you mean. And for me, it was it was the same thing in, in finding these libraries. It's one thing to say, for example, that um, that uh, that we, that we understand Passover, but to look at it from a different perspective, or uh, that uh, when we talk about Pentecost, you know, that was that was a a, a feast day, a, a celebration day. Uh, before Jesus appeared to the apostles. I mean, they were there for a particular reason. And by looking at uh, these other libraries, we can get a better understanding of what exactly that meant. And I think those kinds of things that it makes it more, a much more rich experience when you're going through the Bible to understand that and to, to examine some of the other, other books, uh, some of the other faiths, some of the other, uh, denominations and the commentaries that exist for them. And one of the nice things that we can do within this group is, is to have that information compiled and then share that with the other members of ACB or whomever would be interested in that and, uh, and let them know our experiences as we begin to use these libraries, how we find them, uh, what was our experience, uh, how was the material, that sort of thing. And it gives us a chance, too, to get back to the library so that they know just how good of a job they're doing. Everybody needs feedback as they're producing these books. Uh, Courtney would like to speak. Okay. Yes, Courtney. 
Hi. Yeah, I just wanted to um, say, though, that um, I'm very grateful that these different libraries that specifically cater to um, religious materials, that I'm very thankful that they actually exist. And I didn't know that they existed until, like, until I heard about today's event. Um, Like, one experience that was really hard for me was um, a few weeks ago, I wanted to order this um, specific Bible translation that also had some commentary to put things in, well, English, (laughs) Um, so that I could better understand it and stuff. And they didn't offer an electronic copy. And I remember um, I emailed the publisher and explained my situation. And then I simply received a email that was very professional, but still feeling a bit cold. And they just said that they don't offer electronic copies at this time but in my head knowing that like it's 2021 it had to um get written and distributed some way somehow and I just felt like by this like company not really caring it kind of makes you feel like sometimes that like that the specific um Christian denomination I am associated with that that group doesn't really care about people with disabilities either and it was really nice it's really nice to hear that there are organizations that are there to help um like to help with providing accessible materials because it's hard when you want to read about different topics related to your faith but then you can't access them and um ultimately having access um can really make or break you know like having access can mean the saving of souls so Mm -hmm. it's really amazing to hear that these organizations exist and elizabeth has something she wants to say elizabeth there you go yeah um hi um just a quick note to bob uh the pentecost what you were referring to it actually came from the hebrew festival called Shavuot, and uh is uh, basically just the celebration of first fruit. Um, also, uh, I'd like to kind of, I, I'd like to just make a comment to all the librarians out there. I would actually love to see um, downloadable copies from different uh, from different organizations instead of having to do things by mail. Um, Sila Library is in is in Canada. They have made an agreement that kind of like a legal legal stuff is totally over my head they have made agreement that to produce as many copies as they want for the disabled um and i think that's the same thing with books here and that's an american uh uh company that that works with the see the library see the library is canadian so they because uh, they were able to get an exemption on the uh on the cost like how many copies they make with copyright issues, they're able to offer digital copies that we could download straight from the Sila library um, and the Easy Reader app. So just something to kind of look into it. I don't know what I'm talking about because there's all kinds of legal ease involved, but it's something that you could probably get an idea from the Sila library. Um, okay, I'll pass the mic. No, I... No, I deeply appreciate you giving us that that insight. Again, it it, it was just the idea of um, one. Yes, 
we can get a better understanding by looking at things from a different perspective when we can add to our knowledge and an understanding of scripture by examining what other what's the history of uh, within other faiths and, and that's an important uh, part of this uh, the other thing is yes there are other libraries out there and and i think it's important that we know about the canadian library and other libraries that are out there um, some digital types of, of, of things that uh, we know that exist uh, the aurora ministries that's sort of an interesting one as well where they do have their materials on the uh, SD cartridges that can be played in the digital talking books. And it is a source where you can receive the commentaries uh, on the various books of the Bible, and that could add another perspective. Another helpful thing that you may find would be using the Bible Gateway. It is a digital an online uh, source, but it does provide uh, translations of the uh, standard versions of the, of the Bible. Uh, you can type in a verse and it will give you six, eight choices to be able to uh, to examine and, and find one that, that's convenient for you. And it's also a nice way of, of, of giving a comparison for a particular uh, verses of the Bible and, and uh, seeing how the different translations compare and the words that they particularly use. Another one that I thought was interesting as well is called BibleStudiesTools.com. And uh, there are uh, digital and downloadable uh, resources within that, which would also include a, uh, a digital concordance and a uh, digital encyclopedia. So I thought that was uh, rather interesting, too. So um, uh -huh. there are sources out there. I think it's a matter of compiling these. Yes. I'm sorry. Uh, Bibleinayear.org. Bible in a year. Dot org is another one that is really, really good, and they have various versions. But I was going to comment, too, about accessibility. Uh, some sites, some, not these libraries that came today, that talked to us today, but I'm thinking of a site. I don't want to say the name of this Christian library, but it is not accessible. Well, I say it's not accessible. It's very hard to access and I have gone over and over with them, and I'm not a computer expert. We have somebody. I, I just wish there was a Christian out here that that's a that would that's an expert computer expert that could really work with them. I I don't think I better call the name of the library. Maybe I can get with you or somebody in the group sometime. Yeah, if you could let me. Yeah, if you could uh, email me or, or certainly contact me, uh, my phone number is there. My email is on there, too. But if you could email me at stlucysguide at gmail.com. Okay. My, uh, my contact information is, All right. is there. Uh, I'd be glad to speak with you and see, what we, you know, to find out what we could do about that. Sometimes it's a matter of they don't know, and someone needs well, to point I mean, out these things. So you I, I pointed out as best I could, and they have, uh, others have, but they just don't, I guess they don't have the money or whatever. I don't know what it's going to take. <laughs> but it maybe it just will take somebody a lot stronger than I am, <laughs> and others, but I think yeah, others have complained. Right. Yeah, I think sometimes, yeah, I think that sometimes is what it takes is, uh, to to hear from a uh, an organization or a group of people rather than a single voice that that right. sometimes or, uh, 
happens. Right. I, I do apologize for everyone. I was hoping the Xavier Library for the Blind would be on. I do know that they have quite a number of services, quite a number of, of, of formats that they have in their, uh, in their library. I know that some of their information is downloadable. Uh, I know the propers and, and other things are, are still there and they are downloadable or they do mail things out in large print and on the SD cartridges. Uh, and, and they have a just a quite vast information. And it is an entire society, too, where they have uh, other events that they post online or or that sort of thing. Um it may have been the weather. I mean, they are based in uh, New York, and as you know, they got uh, pretty pit with a lot of snow, so there may have simply been uh, a difficulty with that. Maybe maybe this gentleman lost power. I'm not sure what the problem was. But I do appreciate everybody taking their time this afternoon to be able to, to, to be with us. Next week, we will, in fact, hear from uh, Daniel Jenkins uh, from the from the uh, the Lutheran Braille workers, as we, we heard that they do provide quite a number of different services, and he's going to mention some of the new services and the, and the new things that they're going to start launching as early as this spring. So maybe we can find other other sources for our own use. I hope you will come back to uh, hear Daniel then. Any parting thoughts from anybody? Do you happen to know the um, website for the Xavier Society? I seem to have lost it. Well, I, I can. You can certainly contact me uh, again with no punctuations. St. St. Lucy's Guide at gmail.com, and I will forward that to you. You can also look uh, on the ACB website, and it is listed there. I hope that's helpful. Any other questions before we go? All right. Well, I deeply appreciate everybody coming on this afternoon, and uh, I hope that you'll all return for uh, for next week when we when we uh, hear from the Lutheran Braille workers. Thank you, everyone.